the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Answer San Diego. Election Night Night 2022. Welcome back to Election Night 2022 on The Answer San Diego, FM 96.1 and streaming all over the world. Is tonight the red wave you guys were expecting? Are you still hopeful, given the fact that there's some other races that haven't been called yet, including here in California? We've got some local races people have their eyes on, as well as a couple of congressional races people think might flip red. 888-344-1170. My friend Brian Maloney has carried over with us into this hour. He's keeping his eyes on a couple of key races for us. He's looking at Nevada, wanting to see what's happening there. Of course, everybody's still looking at Arizona. Disappointing that given what happened today with the machines there and tabulators that a court did not allow uh, for denied the Republican Party who asked to extend the ballot, uh, extend um, polling hours. Uh, It's interesting because even before any of that happened today, even before all the reports of issues, I had actually reached out to my friend, Dr. Frank, who you all know well, the brilliant mathematician, scientist guy who was really at the forefront of delving into what went on and all the shenanigans in 2020. I reached out to have him on tonight, and little did I know how important it was going to be to have him on. And he traveled all day today, so I'm not sure the extent of which he's been able to delve into what happened today, but I'm glad to have him on because he's can always share with you the reality of what's been happening in our elections. And he joins me now, none other than the Dr. Frank. Welcome back to the show, my man. Well, that was very sweet introduction. It's nice to be with you again, Andrea. Well, thank you. You must Uh, be exhausted because it's like midnight your time and you got on a plane at 530 a.m. San Diego time. (laughs) Yes, I was there last night at Awakened Church. It was was a wonderful event. And, um, you know, people in California need to know that there's a movement underway there. Um, there are people canvassing in multiple counties in California, probably 20 now. And we've got five or six sheriffs on board. And that's huge because mm. when you bring evidence to the sheriffs, they can interpose themselves and they can you know, say, hey, we're not going to participate in the state system anymore because we're losing our election. We're losing control of our elections. We're losing the sanctity of our elections by hooking into that umbilical of the state. And if anybody needed evidence that there is an umbilical connected to your state today in California, I think it was 3.24 p.m., the Secretary of State ordered a reboot of everybody's computer systems. No, I didn't know about that. That was after I voted. Um, Wow. In California. So in other words, why do you need to reboot everything if they're not all connected to each other? <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to be a computer. You you can be as lame as I am when it comes to technology and get that. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Well, and, yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say I hadn't even heard about that. No, I was hung up like everybody else was in the the total of 26% of Maricopa County machines that were that were yeah. faulty today. And uh but you know nothing to see here the judge says there's no reason to think that uh, somebody was denied the right to vote. <laughs> what? Right. 
so you're right. I was in the plane all day today, and I got home. I um, I went straight from the airport to the polls. I made it there 30 minutes before the polls closed, and there were long lines, which I didn't mind waiting a bit. In fact, I kind of relished the fact that the turnouts have been huge all over the country. So anyway, I got my boat in, and then I went home and you know set my suitcases out. And then my phone rang, and I was on with Mike a lot of the night, and people have been sending me stuff all night. So actually, I know a lot of stuff that's going on around the country. And I mean, I just told you, for example, the um, the situation with the, with the shutdown and the reboot in California. But big this, um, you know how when you're watching the the web page, the state web page, where they're constantly updating the numbers. Mm-hmm. Well, it, in Ohio, we have a write-in candidate for governor, and. So it'll say, you know, DeWine, who's the main candidate, and then his competitor, and then the number of write-in ballots. And it reports that every, you know, 15, 20 minutes it updates, or however often it updates. Well, we just had an update. We've had several now today where he drops. And it's easy to kind of understand why you might lose 100 votes or gain 100 votes here or there digitally. But how do you lose 1,000 write-in ballots? Hmm. In other words, the totals drop. How how do you untally write-in ballots? If that doesn't prove that what you're seeing in the media isn't real or what you're seeing being reported isn't real, then I don't know what. So, you know, I I, I have to say, you know, been the, the several months I've been going around the country talking to people like you know, and I have this graph where I can show it's called the CVR files. It's the cast vote record that shows what the machines were actually measuring in real time. And you can compare it with what was on the news that night. They don't bear any resemblance to one another in most states. Wow. So in other words, what, what you're seeing on the media anyway, even though you want to get yourself all hyped up and, oh, yeah, you know, Kerry's winning or Mastriana's losing or whatever it is, you know, you're tracking and you're Herschel Walker, you know, you're, you're tracking these. You got to realize it's not real. If it were real, it couldn't go down. Numbers can only go up. (laughs) Right. Yeah. How do you lose? How do you lose a thousand votes? Um, How do you lose a thousand write-in votes? (laughs) Yeah, it's It's insane. And now I'm flashing on a meme that was going around a couple of weeks ago to where it was was supposed to be a news report. And I couldn't verify it, but it was supposed to be a news report out of Arizona where they had at the bottom left of the screen, it was showing... Um, you know, uh, a win for Katie Hobbs over over Carrie Lake. And it was as though somebody accidentally took something that they had already created that was meant for election night and accidentally put it, you know, on the lower third of the yeah. screen. Right. And, yeah. you know, and, and I hate that this is where we're at in this country. I, you know, I hate that I don't trust my elections in the United States of America, but I don't. And I'm not going to be called an election denier and be besmirched because of it. And we got to And we got to stop having people thrown in jail by saying that because, you know, it's true what's going on in this country. Our elections are not only not secure, they're being stolen. Here's another example. Um, the, 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 how many, I don't know how many um, states hired, a, a contracted with a company called Conic, where yeah. the, the CEO of the company was a Chinese national, and now our data is on Chinese servers. I don't want to have anybody tell me anymore. I'm not going to tolerate anybody telling me anymore that there's not a problem with our elections. How about, how about what Greg Phillips just put up, you know, from True the Vote? He just posted this afternoon. Remember, they just got out of jail. They were being... 
they were locked up in jail. They're the ones that you know did truth to vote. They're the ones from 2000 Mules. Yeah, they, they were they were in jail because they wouldn't reveal the identity of some of the of the person that provided some of the information they have. Which, by the way, I've already been brought in on that. All the information they have is a hundred percent public. Legally, it's anybody with public computer skills in today's world is entitled and can have access to what they were getting. They didn't do anything illegal. So just to be absolutely clear about that, but they're out of jail finally. And now boy, oh boy, are they mad? You know, it's you kick the beehive. Now they're, now they aren't pulling any punches. And today he posted um, evidence that, that in, in Europe, they have, they have a copies of all of the, 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 the um, absentee ballots from whole counties in Pennsylvania, you've been sold out. They've been sold out by the officials. So it's, it's what I like telling people, and, and you're in Southern California, so let me use the Southern California example. Remember Judicial Watch came in and sued Los Angeles County because they had too many people in their roles, people mm-hmm. that weren't supposed to be there. Well, they won that case. And by the way, I've seen this all over the country. Judicial Watch wins these cases all the time because they absolutely have the facts on their side. There, there are a whole bunch of people in the roles that are not supposed to be there. They're, they're illegally there. They're violating federal laws. They're violating state laws by having men and everything. So anyway, the state, the, the county of Los Angeles removed something like 1.3 million people from the roles. Three months later, the day before the election, boom, they're back. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, so I, 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 I can laugh or cry. I mean, it's crazy. And, and, and what you got to understand is that you're not Los Angeles is not an exception. I've seen this around the country in state after state. Judicial Watch wins the case. They must be removed. And then they're back in several months later. The real problem is not dirty rolls. The real problem is that they're electronic and online so that anybody can manipulate them or at the click of a button, you can add people back. It shouldn't be that way. It needs to be on paper, need paper poll books, paper ballots, single day of voting, hand counting and report the tally that night. And everything is traceable. Everything is transparent. You can't, you know, for example, right now, Doug Frank sitting in here in Ohio, I can log into your roles from here and manipulate things. In other words, we've enabled widespread fraud. There's always going to be election fraud, always going to be election fraud. But by being online, you've basically made it available to everybody in the world. Yeah. Any good hacker can, can hack your election. Tell, you know, for those that say, well, there's not been one case, no, the courts all did, wouldn't hear any cases, or there's no been evidence, no evidence been presented in any courts. I mean, these are some of the arguments we hear from the left. Uh, tell everybody, uh, we've got about two minutes left, what happened in an Oregon sure. court? Oh, yeah, I got to testify in uh, Oregon court uh, a couple months ago. What happened was a local citizen wanted a copy of the rolls, the clerk would give it to him. So the AD ordered, the district attorney ordered the, them, him given the rolls. But when they gave it to him, they didn't just give him the rolls. They gave him the ballot images, the SQL database. They gave him all this stuff. And so the, the AG of the state panicked. Sorry, the Secretary of State of Oregon panicked, ordered the AG to file a protective order so that citizen couldn't release that evidence to the public. Well, we were arguing <clears throat> that the evidence should be released to the public. And I was it since I was an expert witness 
witness in the case. I got to see all that stuff. And absolutely everything in there should be available to the public. And it is in many other states. But here's the beautiful thing about having lawsuits. People say there's no lawsuits. You better believe there's lawsuits. Here is one. We got to put the clerk of that county. It's it's, um, Washington County, Oregon, the most northernmost county. We got to put her in the witness stand and we got her to admit under oath that every one of her voting machines has a modem in it and she can turn them on with a single mouse click without a password. Wow. And in the witness stands. And so what's so amazing is everybody is told that these machines aren't online and it's sort of true that they're not supposed to be online during the election except that they have modems and they're remote controllable. So any, <laughs> any, so any good hacker can get in there and turn them on. And that's what we have. We have tons of evidence of that as well. So in other words, that's a, that's a long story told in a very short amount of time, but you get the point. Yeah, I do. And the point is, is our elections are completely corrupted and we, there should not be a machine anywhere in a polling station. We, this um, early voting and, oh, and the, you probably didn't hear, um, I, I don't remember what state it was yesterday, but they, they fired an election worker because he brought somebody over to a machine which is what happened with me. They take me over to a machine because they're going to verify today, verify my number associated with it. I told him to back up off my machine and let me let me do my thing. Because um, why, why would any poll worker be touching anything related to my ballot on a machine? Okay, I wasn't right. having it. Even after I heard that yesterday a poll worker had been fired um, because he selected a straight Democrat ticket for a voter and she couldn't figure out how to correct it and had to go get uh, somebody to fix it for her. There's just so many ways in which these machines Machines um, are, you know, corrupted, used against us, um, vulnerable. Yes. We've got this guy from Conic. How any? It's bad enough we're using these machines, Doctor Frank. But they're hiring a company with a Chinese national who's at charge of it, and now he's over in China. And China's all of our data for for these different um, counties right. that hired him are on Chinese servers. That's insane. We need to go back to election day. And and unfortunately, we've got too many conservatives that like these conveniences. They like the mail in ballots. They like the absentee. Well, you know, here we are with, you know, I guess they don't like being in power because this is just a way for the Democrats to just completely, you know, own our nation. Um, you want to have a clean election or not? I mean, yeah. if you want to have a clean election, then get your butt off the couch and go vote. I mean, if you can shop at the grocery store, if you can go to a football game, you can vote. Okay? Yeah. It's important. Get her done. Yeah. And COVID was uh, an excuse because, you know what? Everybody yeah. still went to a grocery store w- during COVID. Everybody still went to Walmart or wherever during COVID. So this COVID was just the excuse to introduce the mail-in ballots and then Zuckbucks and all of the rest. So, um, yeah. Thank you for and all you in do. California, you're up over 90% now in California. You're up over yeah. 90% of your ballots are by mail now. And that's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. And once tyranny takes root, it's almost impossible to get rid of it. And so that's correct. we haven't yeah. had an opportunity to really get too much into it in, in terms of the fact that this is a battle of good versus evil. And yeah. ultimately, that's what all of this is about. And we've yes, we've got to continue to fight that. I mean, the, you know, I'm disturbed that there's enough that there's even anybody that would vote for a Democrat, given the evilness that's involved with the Democrat agenda. But God bless you for and thank you for being here tonight. And God bless you, Dr. Frank, for what you continue to do. You work so hard. I mean, he, he's doing meetings tomorrow night and next night and next night. This was like there was like a tiny little window to get Dr. Frank on my show. And here it is after midnight, your time. And you're fighting so hard for us and for this nation. You are so such a blessing, and we thank you. 
It's a pleasure. And thank you for your work, Andrea. All right, honey. We'll talk soon. Okay. All right. Now, we're going to take a skinny, tiny little break. My man, Brian Maloney, I hadn't let him get a word in edgewise, but he's with us. Hopefully, while I was talking to Dr. Frank, he's been delving into some races across the country and has something to share with us. When we come back, stay tuned. More election night coverage on The Answer San Diego. Election Night 2022. The Answer San Diego. Election Night coverage is sponsored by Steel 94 Restaurant in the Rancho San Diego area and visit steel94.com. The Answer San Diego. Election Night, Election night 2022. 2022. Guys, we got a pony at the end of this right here. I can tell you this right now. Because I'm telling you right now, I'm like Ricky Bobby. Don't come to lose. <laughs> That's Herschel Walker out of Georgia. Things are neck and neck down there. Um, it just thanks for the laughs, Herschel Walker. What a great candidate he ended up being in so many ways. I mean, he crushed Warnock in that debate. What is wrong with Georgia? Maybe my man Brian Maloney, who spent a lot of time down in Georgia during the infamous January 2021 Senate runoff campaign, maybe he can make some sense out of it. Can you, my dear? Yeah, well, and I've got a bunch of other updates for you okay. because some things are changing out there. Okay. And some things are frustrating. Uh, one thing is, yeah, so the Warnock Herschel Walker thing is a dead, dead heat right now. So what will happen is you're, you're obviously getting a dump from Fulton County or something, and then it'll push uh, uh, Warnock ahead. And then, you know, a bunch of ballots from the rest of the state come in and Walker will push right back up again. But the bottom line is, it goes to a runoff for sure. There's, neither one is going to get 50%. And so I think that uh, Herschel Walker can win the runoff because he'll be taking the libertarian off the ballot who's getting 2% of the vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, those votes are going to go to Herschel Walker. And that puts it about 51-49 for Walker, but that's going to be December 6th. So they're not doing the runoff in January anymore in Georgia. They changed that law. Now it's December 6th. That is going to be a crazy, crazy, crazy few weeks uh, in Georgia. I mean, I can't even imagine how nasty that's going to be. Mm-hmm. But some other things. So, so you know, earlier in the night, we had kind of an, uh, we're kind of downbeat about the numbers. And, um, you know, so since then, I got to say that the GOP is picking up house seats in northeastern states. I mean, the GOP will now have... Uh, they're winning a race in uh, Connecticut, winning a race in New Jersey. These are pickups. Uh, there's several pickups going on in New York State. These are very, very liberal states. So if that can happen there, we've got a lot of results you know, that are not in yet in other states. I don't know why we would be winning things there and not in other places. I mean, that's, I'm looking at that and kind of encouraging um you know so maybe maybe we're jumping the gun a little bit now a couple other quick things no numbers from nevada yet at all driving me crazy um and another thing is there hasn't been an update from arizona uh probably since i joined you on the air an hour well i'm seeing on fox news fox news has in arizona 48 percent um, yeah. Hobbs at fifty six seventy at fifty six point seven and Lake at forty three point three. Would, yeah, did, was that the same numbers you had before? That's the same number yeah. that it has been for an hour and a half at least, maybe two. Yeah. Um, since shortly after the polls closed, there has not been a single Arizona update. So that 
So do you want to talk about two states where I have just no faith? If I were the GOP, I would be sending so many lawyers into Arizona right now and also into Pennsylvania. Uh, I would have a thousand lawyers going in there right now. Uh, I don't know what, you know, put them to work because the, the Oz Fetterman thing right now is neck and neck. Uh, Fetterman is ahead by 35,000 votes. They say 88% of the vote is in, but I don't trust that number. We saw that two years ago. What they say is 88%, and then, you know, a million more votes come in over the next, because we've got a week of counting to come in Pennsylvania. That's what I'm saying. The GOP should fly in plane loads of lawyers to examine everything going on in that crooked state. Uh, because we could lose a Senate seat there. This is so so. They close. should have. Had, there should have been teams of lawyers at every one oh. of these at every one of these races. You know, um, with Michigan, because you, where do we see all the shenanigans happening at this in the same states where we had issues in 2020? These yeah, are the battleground states. Same exact states: Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia, and Arizona. Um, Wisconsin isn't as much. Um, uh, in play. So that's why we're not hearing so much about Wisconsin. Um, well, we're I, doing okay in Wisconsin. And the other thing, did you say that uh, the race in Michigan was called for Whitmer? You yes, saw that somewhere, right? I saw that. Uh, that that race is pretty, 49% of the uh, vote in. It's a two-point race right now. I Some of these other networks haven't called that race yet, so I don't know. About that was that. Fox News. To, okay, good. Um, I yeah, do. Well, I do believe Fox is the network. Yeah. I trust the least on yeah. election night. The least. It's the one. I'm not even looking at Fox. Uh, I'm getting results from everybody but Fox. I'm sorry, but that's well, this is just Ryan what's network. on my. That's just what's on my my okay, one okay. one of my monitors. I've got multiple. I've got multiple news outlets on up here. Um, they did call Mike Lee in Utah, and uh, I don't know if you've been following that one. Oh yeah, that was that was the horrible horrible situation where Matt where Mitt Romney funded McMuffin yes. Evan McMullen McMuffin. a, a yeah. you know lefty in order to try to uh, cut Mike Lee off at the knees and give a seat to the yeah. Democrats just absolutely and despicable. Mitt Romney, it's worse than that Mitt Romney teamed up with the Democrats and Evan McMullen who's the one who tried to you know run against Trump in 2016 was that or yeah 2016 uh, he is a loser uh, and Evan McMuffin, we call him McMuffin because he's such a dork, um, did all of his fundraising through Act Blue. So he did all of his fundraising through the Democrats' far left fundraising channels. And Mitt Romney was in the middle of all of this. And Mike Lee was saying, you know, Mitt, um, why are you doing this to me, buddy? I thought we had a good working relationship. Why are you trying to get rid of me? Uh, so, you know, we need to boot Mitt Romney at the next election. Uh, we need to make that priority number one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there was another race that I thought I saw something on um, during the commercial, but I don't think it's... it's. Uh, oh, they were just flashing some Arizona numbers on Blake Masters. Um, oh, you got some new ones? Yeah, it... it, it, it uh, mm. Huh. Yeah, really? uh, yeah. Now it's it's gone. So you know. Well, I, I don't understand the polls that showed us ahead. How could the polls be that? How could the polls be off by twenty points? I don't understand that. I don't. You know, and there's something an update that I'm not seeing here because I'm I'm checking everything under the sun. But you've got something there. Um, uh, well, to me, so, to me, um, we we really have very sketchy California results, and it's probably going to be. 
Uh, we're probably not going to know much from for California. It looks as though um, the main races we're looking tomorrow. at in Cal. Yeah, it's going to be tomorrow. The main races we're looking at here in California that we thought had a chance to flip red from blue was the Mike uh, Levin. Uh, race with uh, Brian Marriott. Um, the the propositions are going to end up pretty much the way everybody expects them to. Prop- proposition one is going to pass. The fact that Proposition One is going to pass it shows that you know we've got a slim chance, I think, for Republicans to flip you know congressional seats here. Um, what I'm interested in, Brian Maloney, is how could I'm seeing all these clips here of, like, for example, NBC News panel tries to understand why the Democrat Party is losing Hispanic voters in large numbers. There's somebody else lamenting here. Go- uh, Governor Yunkin is saying the Hispanic vote is the big message of tonight's election results. How could we how could we we know we ke- we're keeping our base. We're picking up yeah. 20 percent of women, white uh, women, suburban voters. And now uh, right. Hispanic voters are coming our way. And yet we're losing. Right, exactly. What's going on? And the only thing I could say is that it's possible that some of these results that we're getting are missing too too many of our voters. And by the morning, or the you know maybe in a couple of days, in some of these places, we're going to see some flip our way. Because I definitely think we're doing better at this late hour than we were earlier in the evening when it looked really bad. I think a lot of those earlier numbers were. Uh, you know, where the early votes, the mail-in ballots, whatever. I don't know. I'm seeing eight. I don't know. Excuse me for interrupting. I'm seeing 82% in in Pennsylvania and Fetterman is still up. You know what, Pennsylvania? You know what, Pennsylvania? You know, it's astounding to me. We've got to deal with the cancer that's infected the minds of the American voter. That there's anybody yeah, I don't that think would 88% has been counted. I don't, I, I don't think 82%. I see that number too. I see yeah. that number, but I don't believe it because we saw that last time. And what happens is there's a flood of, of other ballots left to be counted. So I'm not saying that, you know, we've got that one. I mean, we're 42,000 behind. I can't believe Fetterman is doing this well, but it is also a neck and neck race. Uh, so, I don't know. I wouldn't write that one off yet. I think that one is the one where you bring in the lawyers. But if we're picking up house seats in the northeastern part of the U.S. and blue states, uh, maybe what happens tomorrow is we see when more of these ballots are counted, we pick up more seats than we thought. I I just don't understand why we're doing so poorly in Arizona. And if I were to wonder about one state, whether there's cheating going on, that's the state I would single out because I don't understand how we could be so far behind how we could be running 20 points behind our own polls. I don't, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know. It doesn't either. I tell you what does make sense is them tortillas I got in the conference room back there. <laughs> that yummy chicken, the albondigas soup, the shrimp in the poblano cream sauce with cheese. Absolutely amazing food provided for us tonight by our sponsor, Still 94, Nostalgic Country Roadhouse. Let me tell you, I cannot wait to go there on a Saturday night, listen to live music, sing some karaoke. And let me tell you, nobody sings the Whitney Houston, I'm every woman better on karaoke than AK. Look for me to come down down there and sing some karaoke to y'all okay while i eat some porter nuevo style lobster all right and also look for me on a saturday or sunday morning with some buttermilk biscuits and some pork sausage gravy you can also look for me in about three minutes because we're going to take a break and we will be back on tonight's midterm election coverage on the answer san diego the answer san diego election night election night 2022 2022. 
Welcome back to tonight's special midterm election. We might end up having a maybe not a deep cherry red, but we might still have a kind of magenta red wave going on here. And Tudor Dixon has said... candy cherries. Those are kind of pinkish red. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Skins found a clip from... Uh, not a clip, but a quote from Tudor Dixon out of the state of Michigan. Brian Maloney, you're going to like this. She's she's calling out and shaming Fox News for calling the race for Gretchen Whitmer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She yeah. said it's way too, there's too many votes left to be counted. It's way too premature. They've tried to Arizona her. They have. They have. And I'll tell you, that was the first thing I was going to mention coming out of this break. That race has been tightening with every update. It is now 48.2% for Dixon, 50.1% for Whitmer, with only 50% of the ballots in so far. So this, there's no way to call that race in a million years. So Fox is the only one calling it because I'm looking at Politico and CNN and they haven't called it. But Fox does. And why does Fox keep doing this to us? You knew they weren't, you know, it's Paul Ryan's network. Mm-hmm. You knew they weren't going to improve. Uh, so I think a lot of races, you know, are just too close to call right now that, that they shouldn't be calling. I don't think in the end. See, I think what's going on right now is they want to control the narrative. The Paul Ryan's, the Mitt Romney's, the Democrats want to control. They want to say, boy, you know, no red wave. But then tomorrow or the next day, we end up winning a bunch of House seats that nobody's talking about, and we end up with a better number than we thought, but that doesn't end up in the news. That's what's going on right here. Or we win some governor's races that, you know, we're, we're already called for Whitmer or whatever. I think, I think they're messing with our heads tonight, and we got a lot of ballots left to count. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, the more the night has gone on, the more I've been encouraged. Maybe we win more House seats than we thought we would. Um, and, you know, may well come down to uh, the Georgia runoff, you know, in terms of Senate control or whatever. But we got to get rid of Mitch McConnell if mm-hmm. we want to move forward yeah. in any way. But controlling the House is enough to stop D.C. from becoming a state, to stop Puerto Rico yeah. from becoming a state, to stop all the crazy stuff. All we need to do is control one of these three here, uh, and that's enough. And and I think we can do that. This ends Nancy Pelosi, um, you know. So I mean, it's. I think we got to start looking. Oh, and you know, we're like I said, we're flipping some of these New York House races. Uh, maybe that can still happen in California too. You know, I mean it. You really don't have a lot of numbers yet in California. No, we don't. Really we've got don't. we've got uh, Tim. I think Tim Rosales is going to be with us in in a few minutes, and maybe he'll have some more solid information for us. I hate wrapping the show at ten without knowing, but that's that's the way uh, elections are these days. But we he should at least be able to maybe give us some insight in how he thinks things are trending, maybe. Um, for some of these races. But I, I think if they're playing games with us, it must be because maybe they know it's not going to be as big of a win. Larry Sabato might have been right in terms of 51 in the Senate. And what they're trying to do is um, basically uh, they want to stop the uh, they, what they want to try to do here is is try to treat us like and marginalize the MAGA movement like they did the Tea Party after they won control of the House in 2010. Yeah, and maybe these polls that swung so heavily in our favor over the last two weeks, maybe that was one of their mind games, was it was to motivate the Dems to vote, to get off their rear ends and Mm -hmm. to make sure they voted or whatever, and also to 
kind of over promise and then we under deliver and then we look like losers even though we just took over the house from the Democrats. And they were deflated. And they were deflated and yeah. then our and then, deflated and then they actually right. won. And then the leadership has an opportunity to go, well, you know, Ronna McDaniel said yesterday that um, when we take over control of the House and the Senate that we will work with Biden and with the Democrats. Oh, so that's oh, yeah, they I, can't I think wait. They right, can't wait. right. So they don't want a supermajority. They that's the last thing that the Republican leadership wants. They want an excuse to either be stay in the minority or if they win the majority continue to act like they're in the minority and let oh, the yeah, Democrats yeah. control everything. But at least if we have you know um if we do have control then it will at least be a stop measure from them getting forth HR1 which in, in which they really want to centralize our elections. I love Jen Kearns but I disagree with her that I don't think centralizing um, is is a solution here. What we need is we need some local Republicans and state legislatures and AGs um, to be um, the AGs need to start, you know, filing lawsuits and going after people. Um, it, it, not unlike Letitia James, not trying to manufacture crimes, not going, but actually investigating crimes that they know that or they can't that are crimes that have been committed. And then we also need because accountability stop will stop a whole lot of crap. Right. Uh, and then we also need the state legislatures uh, to be rewriting election laws that actually preserve our election integrity. It needs to be illegal for any secretary of state to contract with any foreigner to have anything to do with our elections. Absolutely. And there, there are, but there are numbers tonight that just don't make any sense. I mean, why are Republicans doing better in Connecticut, in New Jersey, in New York than they are in Arizona? I mean, it's just, there's things here that's either, either a lot of ballots have just not been counted yet because I'm only seeing 49% in in Arizona. Well, um, if you either- remember what happened, excuse me for interrupting, we're up against 45 and then I think we've got Tim Rosales who's going to be with us. Remember what happened in the primaries. Right. This this is starting to seem a whole lot like what happened with Carrie Lake in the primary. And then remember, they stopped counting that night. Then then there would be 12 hours before they would release any new numbers. They were doing everything that they could to try to find enough ballots. Um, But the but the the same day voting prohibited them from being able to stuff the ballot box because they didn't know in advance how many they were going to have to come up with. And 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 it just ended up being a way for them in. In the end, what it did was uh, was um, suck the oxygen out of her win, where she didn't. And, and I think that's some of what's going on here too, you know, to kind of tamp down excitement, enthusiasm, and MAGA, right, um, by denying people the chance to, to get up and and give their acceptance speech. I mean, I you know, I haven't even yeah. been able. We haven't even been able to play anybody's acceptance speech tonight, like no. we, like we would. And we and I don't think anybody will be able to give one, really. You know. So, but we're finally getting a few Nevada numbers in, but they're so tiny, less than 1%, we can't do anything with it. So why Nevada is hours behind in releasing results, I would love to know. It's an incredibly important state, and we've got nothing. Uh, just, just a handful of numbers coming in, nothing I could even tell you on the air that would be relevant enough because it was like 1%. So what, what's going on in Nevada I can't even explain. And you know what? Nevada used to be such a solidly red state. And all these Californians moving there and voting blue has turned Nevada blue. Not to mention the fact... We may win, though. We may win. We just don't have numbers. Why aren't they releasing the numbers? You know? I mean, what's taking them so long? I mean... 
I don't know. I don't. I, you know what? I'm going to take a break. When we come back, we're going we're gonna to check and see if there's any last-minute information we can give to you guys, particularly here in California and San Diego. Some races. I've got people messaging me. What's going on with Amy Reichert up against um, Nathan Fletcher here for San Diego County Supervisors? It's looking like he's in the lead, but we're just not going to have results tonight in, in San Diego and, and California, in my opinion. But stay tuned. We're going to bring to you what we can when we come back from the break. Election Night 2022. The Answer San Diego. Election Night coverage is sponsored by Steel 94 Restaurant in the Rancho San Diego area and visit steel94.com. The Answer San Diego. Election Night Night 2022. Want to give you guys um, some California results here. Brian Maloney has stuck around with us, joining us to... uh, uh, share with us some California results, as and I'm going to share with you guys some San Diego results, is Tim Rosales. Hello, Tim. Hey, Tim. Hi, how are you? Good, thanks. Um, we've got 10 minutes left on our coverage tonight. What California results can you share with us? Well, I think we're seeing uh, some positive uh, results and trends from uh, some some hot congressional races uh, one in uh, Los Angeles where Republican Mike Garcia uh, seems to be pulling ahead uh, mm. at this point, uh, and uh, he's an incumbent. Uh, that is good. Uh, we In the Central Valley, uh, a uh, Republican uh, challenger uh, in an open seat seems to be doing uh, pretty well. And then you've got uh, uh, also in the Central Valley uh, in a Democratic seat, uh, Congressman David Valadeo, Republican, uh, seems to be uh, – uh, you know, pulling away from his Democratic opponent. So there are certainly some bright spots on the uh, on the congressional side. Well, that's good. Yeah, I'm uh, down here in San Diego. Um, uh, it's looking like, um, well, obviously, Daryl Issa is just cruising to reelection, yeah. but it's not looking great right now, at least for uh, Brian Marriott to unseat uh, the incumbent Levin. Um, I'm not seeing right now, there's no, it's looking like Nathan Fletcher might win re-election in San Diego County uh, supervisors. I know everybody loves Amy Reichert. We're going to keep our eyes on that. Um, I'm pleased that it looks right now, Tim Rosales. Um, I don't know if you've been watching the controller race, um, but it looks like our man Lon Hee Chen is in the lead right now and has a substantial lead at 42%, like a 20-point lead right now uh, going into uh, the controller race. And that's a key race for me, and I would be super happy if he, if, if he wins that. What do you know about what's going on in L.A. County with the, with the guy that's being referred to as the Dino up there, Democrat in name only? I think Caruso, how is he looking tonight? Yeah. Yeah, there's a hot, uh, obviously contested mayor's race in in, in uh, the city of Los Angeles between Rick Caruso, former Republican, uh, became a Democrat, but uh, a, a a business uh, a developer, entrepreneur, um, uh, very moderate uh, candidate for for Los, city of Los Angeles against Karen Bass, who is you know from the progressive left. It looks like Caruso at this point uh, is up um, slightly over Bass. Lots of votes still to count, uh, but that. Uh, you know, that could be interesting for, for the city of Los Angeles, as well as a number of other city council seats uh, that they've got going on there. And But I wanted to note, down in San Diego, I, I was watching a an assembly seat. Um, Brian Mainshine, who, mm. former Republican, became a Democrat, uh, seems to be locked in a tight contest with Christy Bruce Lane uh, down for that assembly seat. And uh, certainly that could be something that we don't uh, know results 
uh, you know, here early in the night. And, uh, and right now it uh, looks split uh, pretty even between the two of them. Yeah, that's an interesting race. I forgot that Mainshine flipped and, and went Democrat on us. Um, not a whole lot of propositions on the ballot. This, this, and I don't think there's any surprises on the ones that are. So I'm not really wanting to spend a whole lot of time. Um, in terms sure. of the Amy Riker, Nathan Fletcher, right now he's got at like a 40 point lead, which is just absolutely shocking given what Nathan Fletcher did to San Diego County during COVID. Just goes to show the power of the incumbency, in spite of the fact that he and his wife Lorena Gonzalez, uh, while everybody else they were they were destroying people's lives and businesses, he and Lorena Gonzalez went and bought a nice pad up at a vacation pad up at uh, Big Bear Lake. So shame on you, San Diego. San Diego, if you reelect Nathan Fletcher. Um, Tim Rosales, I appreciate your being here with us tonight uh, from the Rosales Johnson Agency. Tell everybody how they can get more information about your group and continue to follow you. Great. Well, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at, at Tim Rosales, R-O-S-A-L-E-S. Uh, and uh, you can see me there and certainly uh, at the agency uh, website is the agency.us. Well, thank you for being here tonight. And I'm going to can hopefully to have you back on an ongoing basis because I think you bring really good insight into what's going on. Happy to do it, Andrea. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Okay, Brian Maloney, we've got about yeah. five minutes left on the show. Yeah. Ra- give us some, some of your final thoughts as we end uh, um, yeah, yeah. midterm. Yeah, so... So I've got some, uh, so we got some real Nevada numbers now and we're running behind, but the, but why it doesn't matter. So, so Nevada was way late reporting anything. Uh, but all the numbers, most of the numbers so far are from Clark County, Las Vegas, uh, and nothing from Washoe County, Reno, Carson city, or, or the, you know, the red counties outside of those two areas. Uh, so Laxalt is, 43% Cortez Masto 40, 54. But like I said, I mean, it's, that's all Clark County. Uh, and, you know, Laxalt's not getting slaughtered. I mean, you know, that's where all the liberals are in Nevada. So, um, you know, so there might be some hope there um, in terms of the house seats. Uh, not enough. Yeah. Not enough numbers to know here. Um, we need some updates. We need some other counties to come in, but we got something there. Um, you know, I, again, I just really feel like tomorrow we could see some other numbers, um, you know, cu- you know, some other votes counted and we'd be like, Oh, we didn't do as badly as we thought. I mean, I've been looking at Wisconsin for instance, and uh, you know, I mean, Ron Johnson's holding on there. Um, 90% of the vote is in. That was a critical, uh, Senate race that had to be held that was neck and neck. And he's ahead by two points over Mandela Barnes. And there was a lot of money poured into that one. Uh, Arizona is still only 50% of the vote in. I don't know where the other 50% is, Andrea. So we sure that, you know, we sure that we're out of luck there? I don't know. I mean, Masters, Blake Masters, has got a huge deficit to overcome, but Kerry Lake does not, um, you know, let's see the other 50% there. And I bet we don't have that for a really long time. Um, You know, what are you showing? What are you showing? Yeah. Pennsylvania. What's going on with Fetterman Oz? uh, Pennsylvania is, is, uh, you know, I I just, we, it's 62,000 vote difference. Um, they're still they're saying 89 percent of the vote in now. But again, there could be a zillion vote. And we know there's a zillion votes still out there. Uh, 
So I wouldn't give up on that. But if, like I said, you know, they've got to, they've got to be in there fighting for that because you don't win in Pennsylvania without going to court. Otherwise, you know, they just steal it. So, um, well, Brian Maloney, we've got about a minute left. I think just to wrap things up tonight, I think that, um, there's, it's disappointing. We went into this tonight. Everybody did thinking it was going to be, however, this flushes out that it was going to be a much bigger red wave than it's turning out to oh, be. Yeah. And yeah. there's, there's something wrong there. We're going to continue to be looking at this in the next day or so. And then, then once we get the final results in, there must be a serious autopsy done as to what went on with this midterm election. There needs to be some honesty about our party and about the candidates, about how, you know, what we're doing as a party and we can't put it all on leadership and the candidates. There's not enough uh, c- conservatives that are out there willing to work hard, to volunteer, to push, to vote, to do what they need to do to help save this country. And Absolutely. when there should have been a, a, a friend of mine texted me that the turnout in Georgia was 50 percent, only 50 percent. This country is about gone. And that's yeah, the level yeah. of turnout we've got in this country. That's how little yeah. people care. And I know from people in Georgia that there were too many Christians that sat around that just weren't sure they could vote for Herschel Walker after the abortion stuff. So right. we, we've got to get our act together going forward. Brian Maloney, thank you for being here tonight. Thank, thank you. you. I've got to end by thanking so much Still 94 for just keeping us going on tonight's show. The best food in San Diego County. Everything there is delicious. And I just tell you guys, you everybody's flocking down there to enjoy the food down there. And you need to flock there, too. Tell them Andrea K sent you. And y'all going to see me soon doing some karaoke there on a Saturday night. Thank you to Miguel and Sandra. Thank you to everybody and all my guests tonight and my listeners. We'll see you tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Until then, follow me on all the socials. Email me at andreakshow.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.